Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I am your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by our producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? What's up, Mike? You guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Uploaded.com brings them all together like one great, big, happy familia. Familia de feliz de Chris to Chris. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. We are on every podcast app in the world, I assume. We're everywhere podcasts are sold for free. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, etc., 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 including Uploaded.com, that place we're paying for hosting Every single year, you can download this episode straight to anything you can download it to. You can stream it, whatever, as long as you're listening, maybe even sharing. That is caring, as far as we're concerned. Uh, we have a great episode for y'all today. Today, we are talking about, well, let's see here. My uh, rundown that I uh, have written down looks a lot like last week, so it looks like I didn't actually write a rundown. This is going to be fun, folks. Uh, I'm going to be honest here. I, I'm, I'm shooting straight from the hip. I said that a... Uh, uh, a little while back, maybe a month or two ago, and uh, this week we are shooting from the hip again. <coughs> As you can see, I uh, might be fighting off something here, something starting trying to trying to attack me. I haven't gotten sick in a while, and uh, it looks like uh, my day might finally be coming. So, if you could uh, please knock on some wood for me, maybe send a prayer, maybe light a candle into the sky with a, a Chinese lantern, that would be appreciated. Whatever you can do to help me feel better. That'd be appreciated. So yeah, I guess we're not going to tease too much what's happening in this episode outside of uh, just doing it, you know? Last week, we talked about uh, a microwave possibly killing me. And I mentioned that my wife would not be happy about me again talking about my possible demise. And it turns out I was right. She didn't like it. So this week, we're not going to do that. We're not going to be talking about anybody killing me. Instead, we're going to be talking about somebody else's death. You guys might have heard about this guy, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He recently, uh, uh, the news said he recently killed himself in prison. And it's kind of a big deal because this guy had dirt on a lot, a lot of very rich, very powerful people, including Bill Clinton and Donnie J. Trump. So the stories go that he would, uh, he'd uh, have his private, his private airplane and he would fly people like Bill Clinton and Donnie J to his private island and supposedly have all kinds of wild sex parties. And there's lots of talk about uh, him being a pedophile and uh, being involved in the sex trade. In fact, uh, a few years back, he got he got arrested for, I think, soliciting sex with a, an underage girl. And uh, yeah, it, it, the, the, he, he got off easy. He got off easy and his day came, you know? Karma came a-knocking. And this dude was uh, arrested again. So when he got arrested about a month ago, any asshole that might have been filmed partying it up at his uh, pedo island was probably uh, shaking in their boots or quake. Is it shaking or quaking in their boots, Mike? Uh, can you look that up for me? No. Okay, so on Saturday, this news comes out. I was, I was getting ready for work on Saturday. Yes, work on Saturday. I woke up, looked at my phone, and it said, uh, dude killed himself right before he was about to uh, testify and maybe, possibly, bring the whole system crashing down around him. Remember, he has video evidence, all kinds of evidence about rich people doing some heinous shit, right? So a lot of people are calling foul play here. 
They're saying that there's no way Jeffrey Epstein killed himself. And then there's other people saying, no, 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 no. That is all conspiracy theory bullshit. That is conjecture. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's the correct use of conjecture. It probably is not. But people are saying, no, stop, stop being a whack job. It's, it's, it, it, people kill themselves. It just happens. So this week, Chris to Chris is going to get to the bottom of this situation and find out once and for all whether or not Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. But first, we're going to move on to our little tip of the week here. Mike, Mike, I, I've decided that uh, computers are the worst. Uh, we, we make this show, you guys might not know, but we make this show with computers. I used to like computers. Now... Not so much. Not so much. I spend most of my waking hours at work on a computer. And it's not fun. It's not fun. I don't enjoy using the computer. The computers at work are old and they're dirty. And my bosses, they get all pissy if they find you playing solitaire all day. Well, guess what, bosses? Newsflash. I wouldn't have to play solitaire if my computer had a decent GPU and could run a game made in the last century. So Windows 10 has been asking me to update my personal computer a lot lately. And I've been obliging because, you know, the the future is now and the future is scary. Now is scary. So there's always some somebody trying to get into your system, some kind of hacker nonsense, right? Security, uh, Equifax. I'm just shouting words at you, but I think you you get the gist. So I updated my computer. However, uh with these uh, new updates, my computer now does this cute little thing where it doesn't actually start. Windows doesn't actually begin the first time I turn it on. So now, every time I want to use my computer, I have to turn it on, wait for nothing to happen, wait for the black screen of nothing to happen, and then do a hard shutdown. That's where you hold the button and wait for it to just power down, which you're not supposed to do in general. You're not supposed to do, but I've been having to do it every time. Every time. So, that's what I'm dealing with right now. And I've dealt with computer BS much like this for like 20 years now. And I'm over it. I'm over it. You guys know the blue screen of death. I'm not seeing the blue screen yet, but... Man, I'm not... I'm not excited about the possible, inevitable future. Is that a thing, possibly being inevitable? I, I don't think so. Uh... So, so this week's tip of the week is uh, to never, ever update your computer. And that also includes the hardware. But l just think about it. Uh, what does it mean to never update your computer? Ask yourself, are you still rocking Windows 95 or Snow Leopard 10.6 or Linux negative 1? Keep them. Keep them. Never let them go. Updating your computer only leads to more computer problems in the future. Just enjoy the past. Unless the past is awful. You don't want that. Listen, listen, guys. Like I said, I'm shooting from the hip. I don't really know this week. I don't know. I'm just really pissed off about my computer problems. I'm, I'm losing my voice, and we're only eight minutes in here. My gosh. Okay, okay, okay. We need to figure out this uh, Jeff Epstein thing. I'm going to be honest. When I found out that uh, Mr. Epstein was arrested, and I learned more about the dude, I was pretty sure he was going to die. I was pretty sure he was going to die, and I didn't want him to die. Because I wanted to see the fallout from this testimony. Because, like I said, he knew too much dirt. He had all the skeletons buried in his backyard. 
And they, these are skeletons of living people. I don't want him to die. But he went and died anyway. So the question is, did he kill himself or was he assisted? You can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes when I say assisted. There's an episode of Family Matters where Steve Urkel is trying to start a fight or something with uh, Eddie and Carl Winslow. That's Eddie's dad for some reason. I don't know why Steve's trying to get him to go into a fight. He's trying to agitate them. And he brings up Eddie's dead hamster gerbil. And the, the, the hamster died in a clothes dryer or washer or something. And he said something, uh, Steve said, uh, do you think that your hamster could have climbed all the way up into that dryer by himself? Or do you think somebody gave him a little push? And uh, he's pretty much insinuating that Eddie's dad killed his hamster by purposely putting him in the dryer, which is malicious. But uh, I think that's kind of what's going on with the Epstein case, folks. You know, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. I believe that the uh, airplanes took down the Twin Towers and fluoride is probably pretty good for your teeth. But like I said, I expected this guy to die before testifying and he died before testifying. I actually, uh, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but I did make a, a conspiracy theory video. Maybe I'll, I'll link to that on the uh, up and loaded post for this uh, podcast. It's about uh, Blue Ivy, that's uh, Beyonce's firstborn daughter, being a part of the Illuminati. And a lot of people took it seriously. So, uh, yeah, we'll link that. I think that was fun. Anyway, uh, Epstein, he was on suicide watch because apparently he tried to kill himself a, a few weeks back. Allegedly, right? But uh, now we hear that they took him off of suicide watch uh, about, like, six days later. Six days later, you know? Uh you try to kill yourself when you're a high-profile prisoner. Six days is enough. Six days is enough time for you to get over it, right? Okay, you're over the stress. You're over the stress. You're fine. You're fine. There, uh, I was I was uh, listening to a video, and then I was reading an article about uh, a former inmate at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. That's where Epstein was staying, by the way. Uh, the inmate said that uh, suicide is pretty much impossible in that prison uh, because... Uh, well, at least if you're on suicide watch. He said that from the floor to the ceiling, it's about eight or nine feet. And I don't think uh, Epstein was eight or nine feet tall. And uh, you also wear like one of those, uh, he's, he called it like a sock, but it's pretty much a straight jacket. And uh, he said, uh, there's no way for you to connect to anything. You have sheets, but they're paper level, not strong enough. Uh, Epstein was 200 pounds. It would never happen. And then he, he talked about how uh, they, they couldn't really even have any weapons to kill themselves either because they'd give him like pens, but they were made of rubber and maybe like one piece of paper a week if you're lucky, if you're lucky. But again, they took him off of Suicide Watch for some reason. This is interesting stuff. Uh, so we're going to have to get into it more a little later. But first, let's move on to the news. Okay, now this is embarrassing. Uh, yeah, so while I was going through this podcast, I noticed uh, I was missing something. I was missing something we like to call Video Game Corner. Yeah, I don't know what happened here in my notes. My Video Game Corner uh, just completely disappeared. Completely disappeared. Uh, shooting from the hip is not always good for you. So the everything I, everything I had prepared uh, is gone. I just remember bitching a lot about Disney because... Uh, the rumor is that they canceled a Mega Man movie, a Assassin's Creed movie, 
sequel, a Sims movie, and a Magic the Gathering movie. And uh, these were all being made by Fox, which Disney uh, recently acquired for like $52 billion. And I don't think any of these movies were probably going to be any good, but I, I, I think I had a lot of bitching to do about Disney. So uh, enjoy your video game corner. Anyway, back to the news. <laughs> Scientists from the University of Portsmouth. Is it, Mike, is it Portsmouth or Portsmouth? I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll call it Portsmouth. Scientists from the University of Portsmouth have finally put their powers to good use by creating vodka from ingredients gathered from the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone. Now, if you don't know, uh, the Chernobyl Exclusion Zone is about uh, 1,000 square miles, according to Mr. Wikipedia. That's uh, the exclusion zone is the area around the nuclear reactor disaster in Chernobyl that happened in uh, 1986. So these scientists spent a few years researching the radioactivity of crops inside the 19 mile radius around the Chernobyl plant, according to UPI.com. So they were they're looking at all the crops, and uh, 19 miles is a lot closer than 1,000 miles. Maybe I should understand what uh, square miles means before I talk out of my ass. The project leader, Jim Smith, told CNN uh, after, uh, 30 years after the accident, what we found was that in the area, crops were slightly above the very cautious Ukrainian limit of consumption. So technically, you can't eat those crops. But we thought, well, we've got some grain. Why don't we try making a vodka? And that makes sense, you know, because Russian people love their vodka. It's like water. Mike, 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 my comrade, comrade, Mike. Would you drink vodka that was created by crops that grew in nuclear dirt? No, no probably not. Well, if you ever change your mind, uh, this vodka is called Atomic. Atomic. It's Atomic with a K instead of a C. Because like it, like it, it's Russian, you know? Uh, I, I'd say it's probably pretty safe, Mike. I think we should get you some. Uh, you could test it for us. Uh, they said that by distilling the vodka, it quote-unquote, reduce the radioactive contamination to an undetectable level, making it safe to drink. Sounds perfectly reasonable to me. They said that uh, 75% of the profits will go to communities affected by this uh, Chernobyl disaster in 1986, which is nice, I guess. But, you know, if this vodka is also contributing to their problems, then uh, I don't know if that's a win. I don't know. I think that, that, that it's a tie. It's neutral. But that's what's going on. Uh, okay, okay. We got to figure out uh, what happened to this Epstein guy. So after Epstein died, hashtag Clinton body count was trending all over the internet because uh, slick Billy Clinton here, he liked to visit the uh, old, old, old orgy island with uh, Jeffrey a lot. I guess they, like, I, they said he had uh, plane records of him going to that island like 26 times or something like that. And uh, supposedly... The Clintons are, are linked to a lot of people that wind up dead. You know, they say, don't cross the Clintons. But just because uh, the Clintons knew a lot of dead people, that, that doesn't mean that uh, Bill Clinton had his dear friend killed in prison. You know, Epstein had plenty of rich people that wanted him dead. I am sure. I am sure of it. You know, hell, you know, these rich guys. They could have got together and passed around a collections plate, you know, to buy themselves the best suicide that money could offer, you know? If you're working as a CO in a prison, a correctional officer, and some shady guy offers you a couple million bucks, 
just to assist in a death or, you know, commit a death of a bad person, an arguably bad person, that might be pretty hard to walk away from. Mike, Mike, I would have a very hard time not killing you if somebody offered me half that, half a million dollars. I would really think about it, dude. I would really think about it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it's possible. It's possible that Jeff Jeffrey Epstein might have killed himself on his own volition. No influence, you know. No, no, no outside push. But it's a pretty famous mob tactic to, to threaten the families of a guy in prison, you know. A guy you don't want to squeal, you know. Off yourself or we destroy everyone you ever loved. Everyone you ever loved. And in this case, I don't know Mr. Epstein that well, but I assume everybody he ever loved was uh, fairly young. And he seemed to like the young people, so maybe he didn't want that. So maybe they helped him. Maybe, you know, they, they, they went away from their shift. They, they gave him something to uh, untie or, or gave him something to tie his neck up and walked away. You know, they went on a 15. They said, you know what, my 15-minute break, it's going to be a little long tonight, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying, and if you know what's good for you, good for you and all your family, I don't know where we're going. I'm shooting from the hip, folks. I'm shooting from the hip. <sighs> so, yeah, I mean, it's possible that he did it with uh, no outside pressure. But at this point, at this point in time with what we know right now, which isn't a lot, but it's enough to make things seem extremely suspicious. And that's coming from a fairly skeptical guy. But at this point, Chris to Chris is going to officially rule this one as foul play. And if you don't like that, please send your complaints over to Mike directly. He loves to read them. Anyway, let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. Actually, our uh, dearly beloved Ken, famous Chris to Chris uh, contributor and uh, podcaster himself, you should listen to his podcast. Uh, he created a beautiful jingle for us because last week we said that uh, we needed a jingle. We needed a jingle for the listener questions. And he created one that I want to use every now and then. I was going to use it in this week's episode. But uh, I'm running kind of short on time this week and I can't get it to download off of Facebook. And if I had more time, it would uh, it would already be up. It would already be up. So next week, we'll, we'll play that uh, beautiful intro. But in the meantime, we're going to pretend like we already heard it. Thanks for the intro, Ken. Beautiful. Wonderful job. First question this week comes from Devin. Devin asks, what's the chip clip situation at your house? That is a great question. That is a great question. Uh, you guys know about chip clips. That's how you keep your chips clipped. It's how you keep them fresh. It's that plastic little clip. Well... For the longest time, I didn't have any chip clips. You guys are loving this. I can already see it. You're already loving this. Yes, I, I can see you guys just leaning in to, to hear more about my chip clip situation. But for the longest time, I didn't have any chip clips. And you know what happened? My chips got stale. They got old. They were old news. They didn't taste as good. So I finally uh, buckled down and bought some chip clips. Best place to buy those things? Um, I was going to say the Dollar Tree, but or any 99 cent store, but... You know what happens when you get st too much stuff from the 99 cent store? It breaks. It breaks. Uh, like, if you ever bought, like, a tool from the 99 cent store, it it's often useless either right away or after you've used it maybe one time because the metal is, like, pewter. 
It's just crap. It's going to break. And uh, that's probably pretty true with the chip clips, but chip clips, you, you, they're, they're plastic, all right? It's plastic sometimes with the spring. Right now, we don't have the spring-loaded chip clips, but I do like those. Right now, we have like one that kind of like snaps together. They're, they're a little difficult sometimes to finagle, but I highly recommend them. Wow, uh, thanks for the question. I, I didn't anticipate that being so exciting. Uh, Ken asks, if you could eat only one sandwich for the rest of your life, how big would it have to be? That is an interesting question. If I have to eat just one sandwich, if I have to eat from the same sandwich from now on, I will probably die from mold poisoning within a matter of months at most, right? I, I don't know how long it takes to die from eating too much mold, but uh, I'd imagine I would be dead because one sandwich is going to get moldy. That's what happens. I've, I've had sandwiches get mold, and they were regular size sandwiches. Now imagine a sandwich you have to make last the rest of your life. Even if it was in the fridge, they still get mold. So... What I'd probably have to do is uh, pick a large sandwich, but it would probably have to be taller than it is wider, you know? Like a stacked sandwich. Something, uh, I guess, this isn't normally a good thing, but in this case, something that's uh, full of preservatives, you know? Like like a, um, whatever they make uh, McDonald's buns out of, that's what you'd want the bread to be made out of. And uh, same thing with the meat, you know? McDonald's, I remember hearing that McDonald's uh, burgers were like, only like a certain percentage of it was actual meat. It was a lot of it was oatmeal to 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 fill it. It's just how they make it cheap. So you know maybe my sandwich would not be good. It might uh, cause um, diabetes, but at least it'll last. Otherwise, uh, otherwise uh, I'll probably be dead from mold poisoning. Honestly, I'm hoping that I don't find myself in this situation, Ken. I'm hoping that's uh, the case more than anything. Yilly asks. What is the best thing about going to work? Great question, Yelly. The best thing about going to work is knowing that you are spending the majority of your waking hours of the best years of your life at a place that would probably replace you for less pay the second they had the opportunity. You know, the other best thing about going to work is just watching the clock go by so much slower than it does on your days off. That's always fun. You know, on your days off, Time flies by. They said, hey, I can't, you said, I can't wait for the weekend. And then it's Monday. You blink and it's Monday. <sighs> Thanks for the question, Yelly. I'm depressed. Uh, Devin asks, have you had your break today? That's a great question. That's a, that's a callback question. Because I think it was last week I said I, I, was, I was getting kind of cranky because I didn't get a break the day I recorded. And here I am recording again. And I almost did not get a break today. It was it was close. It was a close call. I started work at 9.30 as usual. And I was tied up in meetings for most of the day, which is a rare occasion. But there I was, tied up in meetings. So I didn't get to go on break until like uh, 10 minutes to 4. 10 minutes to 4, off at 6. So yeah, I was cutting it close today. I was starving. I had a, a lovely lunch of uh, Cheez-Its and uh, jalapeno cheddar chips. I didn't need a chip clip for that, though, because it was a small bag. Wow, I am really bringing the excitement, really bringing the heat this week. Ken asks, what is the meaning of life? Whew. <laughs> well, I haven't read the book, but I've heard the meaning of life is 42. 
but I should read the book to understand more or not understand as I've heard. It does not go into detail on that at all. That is uh, what book is that, Ken? Uh, that is the um, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Haven't read it. Anyway, you know, what's the meaning of life? Well, if we're if we're in a simulation, you know, like we're in some advanced Sims game, then the meaning of life is for the alien playing our video game to win, right? So that that's a possibility, I suppose. Uh, there's a Nas song. It, it says uh, in the hook or the chorus, it says, life's a bitch and then you die. I think that's a pretty strong contender. But honestly... I, I don't really know the meaning of life. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that dogs know. Canines, canines got it figured out. You know, they have like maybe 10, 20 years on this earth. And they usually seem like they're having a blast most of the time. You know, they're just smiling, wagging their tail, having fun. So maybe, maybe Mike, remind me to do this. Maybe we'll interview a dog one day on a future episode. and We'll, we'll find out what the uh, meaning of life is according to a dog. Uh, Yilly asks, tell us about the story you told us to remind you about a couple of episodes ago. Well, you know, I figured just by asking to be reminded, I would know what you were talking about. And I suppose I could have gone back a couple of episodes like I encourage you guys to do all the time. I could have gone back and listened to my own show to figure out what story I was referencing. But I'm going to assume it was about the dentist because I do remember saying I should talk about the dentist, but I think I do this a lot. I think I asked to be reminded a lot. Mike, you have done a terrible job at reminding me. Uh, Yuli kind of reminded me here. So we're going to talk about the dentist. I have uh, multiple dentist stories, but here's a quick one for you. Uh, about a year ago, I was at the dentist uh, getting a root canal, which is always fun. Always a blast getting a root canal. If you haven't done it yet, I highly recommend you do. Also, if you have fillings in your teeth, and you have never tried chewing on foil. Hmm. Today is the day, my friend. Give that a shot, but give your complaints again to Mike at Chris to Chris. Anyway, I'm getting my root canal, and the dentist is doing the, the hard work, but there's a dental hygienist, and she's kind of a, what's the word? Uh, uh, not floaty, uh, flighty. So, you know, she's kind of all over the place. And she's talking and gossiping to the dentist, which she does every time I'm at the dentist. The same dental hygienist is just running her mouth, talking about her personal life. And I just remember she was, you know, as the dental hygienist is handing stuff and, and uh, sticking the uh, tube in your mouth to gather saliva and spit water in there. You know what a dental hygienist does, right? So she's doing all that with me and the uh, dentist is doing the drilling. And... The hygienist starts talking about her kid, and she mentions that she, this morning, she said, this morning, I accidentally dropped my baby. I accidentally dropped my baby this morning. And that did not inspire confidence as you're getting a root canal. Didn't inspire confidence at all. One time I was getting a root canal, like maybe 10, 12 years before this, and uh, that was the worst root canal experience in my life. Because, uh, probably the worst dentist experience of my life, because it was the dentist and the, uh, dental hygienist and the dentist, he was, he, it was a dark room. It was a dark room. They didn't turn on the lights. It was really weird. They didn't turn on the lights and the, uh, dental hygienist and the dentist were talking to each other, gossiping to each other. And they didn't acknowledge me once. They didn't acknowledge me once. I thought I was a ghost. I thought I was a vampire or something. I thought they were just practicing on the air for all I knew. 
And at one point, like one of them left to go get something from their car. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was it was a bad deal. It was a bad deal. And so I have a lot of bad experiences at the dentist. Jeez, thanks for thanks for asking me to figure that out. I, I probably have more dentist stories. Maybe we'll we'll talk about those later. Yeah, you know, I do have more dentist stories, but that soapbox is for another episode. Uh Devin asks, What type of people are you? Every day or once per year? You were the first person to ever asked me that question. And that is a great question. Well, I'd say if I'm at work. I am probably a once per year kind of person, you know, probably once per year kind of person. I, I honestly, I just don't really want to be there that much. You know, it's like that, uh, Chris Rock, uh, comedy bit where he's talking about a job versus a career. And I'm not going to explain the whole bit to you, but long story short, I have a job, not a career. I have a job. So at work, I probably come off more as a once-per-year kind of person. But anywhere else, anywhere else, I think I am a joy to be around. I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm fading here, folks. Uh, Devin also asks, oh, this is good. He says, hi, my name is Dude. What kind of computer are you getting? Dude, you're getting a Dell. Actually, you asked me what kind of computer I'm getting. And this question, oh man, I immediately knew what you were talking about when you asked me this question. And so I decided to look up some old dudes you're getting a Dell commercials. And the guy in the commercials, his name is Steve. Steve the Dude or something like that. And man, he he plays that role perfectly. It's the kind of role you could only have in the early 2000s. Actually, probably the late 90s. I don't know. Uh, the computers in those commercials look ancient today. They say, hey, buy a Dell for... $800 and get a free CD burner or DVD player. Or buy a Dell and get a free printer. Dude, you're getting a Dell. I don't know. You guys remember all those those computer wars? It was uh the dude you're getting a Dell guy and when he uh he fought to the death with the uh Apple guy. Both of them were uh I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm fading. I'm fading shooting from the hip but I'm fading. Thanks for the question, Devin. Uh, Ken asks, oh, finally, we have a cement question. <laughs> Ken asks, what is your favorite story involving rubber cement? Yes, uh, hitting our cement quota this week. Uh, my favorite story involving rubber cement. Well, there's so many. There's so many. It's hard for me to choose. But I do have one. And it's not much of a story. But I will, I will sew this yarn. Is that how you say it, Mike? Sew this yarn? I don't think that's right. But uh, I'll unravel this yarn, this yarn of a tail. Sure, we'll go with that. So I think I mentioned in a previous episode that uh, back in the day I used to uh, uh, work on like uh, models of planes or cars just in, on like weekends, sometimes uh, with my dad when he still loved me. And uh, I remember like the, 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 this would be like in the living room and I would do it at the kitchen table and uh, the uh, TV would be on often. And I think it was like a New Year's Day I was working on one of these. This was, it must have been in the 90s, late 90s. And I was uh, uh, cre- working on a, a model plane with some rubber cement. And I was watching uh, I th- this movie that I, I had to look up the title of it because I didn't know the name of the movie at the time. But I believe it's called The Valley of Gwangi. And it is about cowboys and 
dinosaurs. It's about some cowboys that like uh, stumble their way into this valley where dinosaurs are still alive. It came out in 1969, I believe. And that was when uh, claymation was still big, big and bad. You know what I'm saying? So they had some uh, dinosaurs that were made of clay. But man, oh man, did it look like uh, those dinosaurs were, were right next to those cowboys. It was uh, It's the same kind of tech they used in um, King Kong and uh, uh, Godzilla. Did, did Godzilla ever use claymation? I think it must have, right? It must have. I know it's guys in suits mostly, but I don't know if you guys care anymore. Anyway, the long story longer, the point is that I was uh, inhaling the fumes of rubber cement while I was watching dinosaurs and cowboys. So thanks for the question, Ken. Uh, Yilly asks, what flavor is your music taste? That is a great way to ask that question. A lot of my favorite rappers drink out of paper bags. You know, they'll have a, a, a bottle of something and it's wrapped in a paper bag. So I guess that makes my, my music taste flavor something like uh, Old English or uh, Hennessy. Something like that. Devin asks... Are you certain that answering my questions doesn't violate fair use doctrine? Good question, but uh, I looked it up. According to uh, fair use doctrine, I am allowed to legally answer your question for 30 seconds, at least 30 seconds without paying anybody. So uh, thanks for that. I'll try, to, I'll try to keep it to 30 seconds. I, I heard that you guys ever hear the, that, uh, the happy birthday song? Happy birthday to you. I can't say it all. I can't say it all. Actually, I might be able to. I heard that it might have finally expired. But uh, if you didn't know, people were getting paid every time the happy birthday song was used in a, a TV show or a movie. And I think about it every time I watch uh, Liar Liar. Because that's the Jim Carrey movie. If if you guys don't remember, there's a scene where they sing Happy Birthday to completion. They sing the entire song to completion. And that might not be a big deal to you, but that means they paid money for that. They paid money for that. They probably had to pay money every time that aired on TV. <coughs> I'm still dying, folks. Uh, uh, not dying, but you know, I'm sick. I can't put that in the air. I can't put that in the air. Okay, let's wrap this sucker up. Let's wrap this sucker up. Thanks for the questions, guys. Uh, as always, you can ask us questions on our Facebook page. Every uh, every week we ask you to ask questions. We, we enjoy communicating and participating with you. We're, oh, by the way, our Facebook page, if you're new here, is at Up and Loaded. We're also on Twitter, at Up and Loaded. U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. Like UpandLoaded.com. Or also on Instagram, too. Why not? Why not? Follow us everywhere. Social media is sold for free. Anyway, last week we had a poll. We have a poll every week. We asked, uh, what's in the loot box? What's in the loot box? 83% of you said, nothing good. Buy another. Ain't nothing good in that loot box, but maybe in the next one, you know? 17% of you said, the head of Pepper Potts. And uh, that. Uh, you know, I was going to say what that's a reference to, but that's kind of a spoiler if I tell you. Anyway, uh, this week's poll. We have a poll this week, too, you know? Figured, why not? Since we've been doing a poll every week, we might as well do one this week, too. This week's poll asks, what is the best computer game? You can answer it. You can be a part of history on our Facebook page. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show, guys. New episodes every single Friday. As long as, you know, 
I'm still around for it. <sighs> this has been episode 46 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else.